Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Energize Podcast. I am your host, Clay Davis. Welcome back. Um, it's interesting this week. So this is like a little mini segment in between episodes where I'm just going to talk about the NFL wild card. But I hope everybody had a nice New Year, New Year's uh, party, that sort of thing. Very. It was interesting for me because I went to Pasadena for the Rose Bowl uh, because my sister goes to Wisconsin, which was really fun and it was a good time. But I was so jet lagged that I didn't even have an opportunity to even stay up and watch the ball drop. And it was interesting because it was only twice in my life that that's happened where I went to St. Thomas, but I was on the East Coast, so I was still with the Times. But basically, it's interesting what they do in L.A. They just rerun what happens in New York, but it's not really authentic. You know what I mean? It's it's very interesting like that. But overall, just had an absolute blast. I mean, the, um, the Rose Bowl is just an unbelievable experience. If you're a huge football fan, definitely check it out. I mean, just I walked in there and I was like, oh, my God. It was like hundreds of thousands of people, probably big, like not, they did, they showed it on the, on the big board, how many fans there were. And there was probably like 90,000 fans, just unbelievable. Just the amount of preparation that goes into it with the Rose Bowl parade that we went to a lot of international floats, a lot of different, it was just so, it was so nice to see a lot of great artwork put in on those different parades and just just an overall great time and then we went to the california observatory which um we saw the hollywood sign i never saw that before and that was really fun so overall it was just a good time so um yeah follow energize with clayton davis um you know share with me what you did for new year's if you had a lit time if you had a boring time who knows like just let me know and everything like that and it should be really good so I mean, obviously, Wisconsin lost, but, you know, what are you going to do? Just four turnovers in the game just absolutely killed them so far. And you can't really – there's nothing you could do. Turnovers are just a main stake of the game. you got to combat those. you gotta, you got to get to the meat and potatoes of the game and just make sure that you control the ball. It's so important, but – and that sort of thing. But moving on, so – uh, this week on Sunday, I will be interviewing my friends Jacob Corman and Jesse Penasini. So look forward to that in the next few days, which should be really fun. I think we're going to talk about the Phoenix Suns. We'll obviously talk about the wild card games, which I'll talk about right now. And it'll be really, really fun. So the first game on the slate is Bills-Texans. The Bills and the Texans both have the same record of 10-6. and six. The Bills were dominating for a while. They were actually... It's interesting because both these teams are so similar. Great defenses, offenses, eh, it's a little iffy. I mean, Deshaun Watson was an MVP candidate at the beginning of the year, but then he kind of dropped off towards it later. Um, what they have on the, I'm looking at the NFL.com, and what they have is is that uh, the Texans have beaten the Bills in, the, the Texans have beat the Bills Four out of the last five games, which is very interesting. Obviously, a huge component of this game is J.J. Watts that's coming back. So if you look at the statistics right here, the Bills are 24th in offense. Josh Allen, obviously in his second year, isn't going to be proven but to be a great starting quarterback. But you talk about it, and he's definitely outproven a lot of people. He outproved me. I didn't think the Bills had anywhere close 
to the talent that they had. I always thought that Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield were a lot better than what he's been doing, but he's been he's been able to you know, readjust his game. He was talking about it. I remember I was watching a game and they said he worked really extremely hard. Conditioning, getting back, becoming a more accurate passer because that was that was a problem he had last year. A lot of a lot of turnovers and you know the Bills are a resilient team. They got a great pair of defenses. They lead third in defense so far this season. And you know, they're right in there with the Houston Texans. And talking about the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson Obviously, a great starting quarterback for the Houston Texans so far. They are 13th in offense this season, 15th in passing. So middle of the pack. Not not too much to really, really gloat about. But yeah, just very, very interesting. This is going to be this is going to come down to defense for the Bills, especially. Because there was many games this season where their games came down to who was getting the last pick, if they were getting a turnover, and everything like that. So it's very interesting to say. But I think that Houston is going to pull it off. I think it'll be a very close game all the way through. And just Deshaun Watson, it'll be very interesting. One of the things that you got to keep in mind is just how they're going to be, how the Bills' defense is going to be able to control Deshaun Watson because that's going to be a huge thing in the playoffs, and we'll talk about it later with Lamar Jackson and his mobility and his range and everything like that and all the different attributes that come with being a multi-dual quarterback. So it'd be very interesting to see. This will probably be the Bills' toughest test other than the Patriots this year, and it's going to be a very fun game. This season, Deshaun Watson has 3,852 passing yards, 13th in the NFL with that, his percentage is 67% on the season. And that sort of thing with Josh Allen. Josh Allen is 23rd in terms of yards, 3,089 yards, and a, and a percentage of 58% for him. He uh, improved tremendously from last year, especially. He doubled his amount of touchdowns. He, he had more, he had a thousand more yards over the course of the season, and he had a few, and he had a percentage. A 6% better completion percentage over the course of the year. So, going to be gonna be interesting, for sure. And I'm going to go with Houston. I think that J.J. Watt coming back is not going to be a huge factor because if you really think about it, you yes, coming back and being healthy is important, but especially in football and these physical sports like hockey, you got to be mentally ready for the game. And I don't think J.J. Watt has gotten that yet. I mean, obviously he's been there for the games and he's been a loyal supporter but you got to get in that football shape, and I don't think a week can be able to do that. So I'm going to go with Houston in this one. A big win for them. Hopefully, Houston obviously proved, uh, obviously had a tough season as well because they were competing with the Tennessee Titans the entire way through. And that's the next game, the Titans and the Patriots, another AFC wildcard game. Who would have thought that the Patriots would not have a bye week? That's been on everybody's mind. And it's just so annoying to see, is Brady done? Is Belichick losing control of his team? No, this is this is not. I think the Patriots, the line for this game is 5.5, and, and the over-under is 45. I think the Patriots just absolutely blow them out of the water. I think they just kill the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill doesn't have any playoff experience, and Derrick Henry doesn't either. Not Not a lot. I think the only game that they played was against Kansas City. So it's just, you know, 
still trying to prove the pieces, trying to put the pieces together for Tennessee. That's their, that's been their whole deal this entire season. Benching Mariota, which was a smart move by uh, Verbal for the Tennessee Titans. So it's gonna be very rainy. It's about to be 56 degrees. I think the Patriots just absolutely annihilate them, and they prove the naysayers wrong because that's what the that's the Patriots' way. As we've seen time and time again, that's the Patriots' way. They just comp- they continue to outprove the naysayers, and that is all. So I would go with the Patriots in this game. The Patriots go on to win. I'm gonna say it's going to be. I think the Titans only get like a touchdown in this game. I think they'll get a few field goals. So I think it'll be like 31 to 16, but they just lay the hammer just out of the gate, just running gun all the way through to beat to beat the Titans in this game. So I'm going with the Patriots and the Texans both at home. And then this is where it gets interesting. I think the NFC is a lot more interesting. Obviously, the last game of the Seattle came down to an inch in order to make the playoffs against the 49ers or in order to readjust. They could have been the they could have had a bye. Uh, potentially, which is which is crazy to see. Just so many dominant weapons. But let's first talk about the Vikings and the Saints. This is the first matchup since the the great touchdown pass with Stefan Diggs. And it's like, I, you know, it's an amazing play. It's one of the greatest plays ever. But then you got killed by the Eagles the next week. So it didn't even really matter. So the line for this game is New Orleans, 7.5. I don't think they'll cover. I think it'll be another close game, another close matchup, but it'll definitely be an offensive-heavy game. The The problem is, and I think the Saints win out this game, The Kirk Cousins is not good in primetime. Cook has been hurt. There's a lot of key factors. Rudolph's been hurt. That sort of thing. A lot of injuries have prone this team away. So the Saints look healthy. Drew Brees came back. And he's looking better than ever. Looking like MVP status. Obviously, he won't MV- win MVP because Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson are in that category. But Drew Brees is up there. Drew Brees is someone that you can't take for granted. And just how unbelievable he's been. His most passing yards in NFL history. That was passed a few weeks back. So I think the Saints win this game. I think the Saints beat the Vikings. And they get the revenge that they wanted because... You know, last year, we're not going to talk about that offensive pass interference. Or that, de- sorry, defensive pass interference. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about it. So, and then finally, our last game is the Seahawks and the Eagles between two birds. Birds fighting against one another. They're attacking one another. You know what's funny? I always, I always think it's like, I go to Ithaca, so... In the Walmart, there's always seagulls, and they're always fighting each other. I think that's like this game. The Eagles have been injured, uh, to say the least. I mean, that is... But the line is close. The Seattle, one and a half. I think that the Seattle covers, and they that's similar to what the Patriots have done. And a lot of run and gun. Wilson's going to run a lot, you know, with these inexperienced guys. Wilson's going to prove his eye. He's got one of the best football IQs out there in this league. So I think that personally, he will just prove the naysayers wrong and just run all over the field and just continue to dominate. So I'm going to go with Seattle in this one. Obviously, the Eagles are at home, so that's the only away team that I have. So I'm going with the Texans, the Patriots, the Saints, and the Seattle Seahawks. 
We'll see if my picks are right. Uh, let me know if you guys have any picks that what your picks are, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, this has been a very short podcast, but this is just what I think. I think I didn't really want to post this on Instagram. I think posting this online would have been better. So it's only about a 15-minute segment. But So, looking to Sunday, Jesse Penasini, Jacob Corman will be talking. Sons, David Stern will be a huge topic in that one as well. The NBA, the NFL, the NHL, all that type of sports mumbo-jumbo. So look forward to that. I thank uh, myself for doing this podcast. Um, And thanks for listening. We've had over 100 viewers so far, and I really appreciate all the support. Like, let me know. Follow me on Instagram. Follow my either my personal Instagram, which is ClaytonD55, or you can follow Energize, which is E-N-E-R dot Gize, G-I-Z-E, with Clayton Davis. And let me know what, what you want me to talk about. Uh, I always, I feel like feedback is the most important thing for a podcast, especially, because you want to know what your viewers want, and you want to share that experience, and you want to have a connection with them. So... That's pretty much it, and um, I thank you guys for listening, and good night. Have a good one.